The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Are you interested in changing a part of your life? Whether it's finances, relationships, reducing stress, or just personal health, sometimes just changing a few small things can bring great rewards. Welcome to Moving Forward, Wellness One Step at a Time with Dr. Serena Wadwa. We'll provide possible steps you need to see these improvements. All we ask is that you try them out. Now, here is Dr. Serena Wadwa. All right. Welcome to today's show. I'm really excited about uh, what we're going to talk about today. And thank you for listening in and being a part of uh, Moving Forward Wellness One Step at a Time. Uh, Just to introduce my guest today, um, today we have Dr. Kia Immergluck. And she has got a very interesting background here, let me just say. She has a doctorate (laughs) in um, psychology. And then she's also licensed as a marriage and family therapist, and she's licensed as a clinical professional counselor and also certified in alcohol and drug counseling. And really the thing that I'm really excited to have her talk about today and completely intrigued about is um, the notion of this emotional wellness piece, because what I know about her is that she is one of the first eight people worldwide to be granted the status of pro-emotional freedom technique master practitioner. So she's going to talk with us today about emotional wellness and energy, and I'm just thrilled to have her, and welcome. Well, thank you so much. I'm thrilled to to be here and talk about this. this is one of my favorite topics. Oh, fabulous, fabulous. Well, I'm so glad you could be here today. So let's let's start off with kind of just a general idea of you know, from your perspective, what do you consider emotional wellness to be? It's it's such a fascinating question that I went around and asked people <laughs> what they thought because I, I thought, wouldn't that be interesting? I, I certainly have my own idea. I asked friends, I asked colleagues, I uh, I asked even uh, a couple of people on the street what they thought emotional wellness was. And so I collected a whole a lot of different ideas. And uh, then this morning I got this uh, revelation that when I was a little girl, I memorized a poem that to me is the essence of what emotional wellness is all about. And I'd love to quote it to you, if you don't mind. uh, The poem is, it's a famous old poem. It's called If by Rudyard Kipling. And uh, he's talking as a father to his son. And I'll just read it to you. If you can keep your head when all about you are losing theirs and blaming it on you, If you can trust yourself when all men doubt you, but make allowance for their doubting too. 
If you can wait and not be tired by waiting, or being lied about, don't deal in lies, or being hated, don't give way to hating, and yet don't look too good nor talk too wise. If you can dream and not make dreams your master, if you can think and not make thoughts your aim, if you can meet with triumph and disaster and treat those two imposters just the same, if you can bear to hear the truth you've spoken, twisted by knaves to make a trap for fools, or watch the things you gave your life to broken and stoop and build them up with worn-out tools, if you can make one heap of all your winnings and risk it on one turn of pitch and toss and lose and start again at your beginnings and never breathe a word about your loss, <clears throat> if you can force your heart and nerve and sinew to serve your turn long after they are gone and so hold on when there is nothing in you except the will which says to them, hold on. If you can talk with crowds and keep your virtue, or walk with kings, nor lose the common touch. If neither foes nor loving friends can hurt you, if all men count with you, but none too much. If you can fill the unforgiving minute with 60 seconds worth of distance run, yours is the earth and everything that's in it, and which is more, you'll be a man, my son. Isn't that wonderful? <laughs> well, apparently I still got a long way to go then there because <laughs> there <laughs> seems to be a lot have, of different pieces in that. Um, my, my, my favorite line from there, if, if you can meet with triumph and disaster yes. and treat those two imposters just the same, I quote that one to my clients a, a lot. <clears throat> and, um, and that's funny you mentioned uh, that because those were the two words that I wrote down was triumph oh, and disaster. Interesting, yes. Um, I'm going to share with you some of the things that uh, that other people told me. And well, let uh, me just interrupt you for a minute. So, when when you think about that particular poem, what to you? What is the essence then of emotional wellness? Well, okay, because that's what I was going to do now is tell you what I came up with, and oh, awesome. and it's so reflected in this poem. To me, the essence is balance. Oh, awesome. Okay. And and so what uh, what I envisioned is if we were making a recipe for an ideal life, uh, a a very well-adjusted life, it would be equal parts emotion, physical, and spirit mixed with a very generous amount of love. And that love would include love of self, love of others, and love of the planet. So that's that. That's my personal definition. Well, that's and, a that's an interesting breakdown. So I mean, it sounds like kind of what you see as being emotional wellness is really this this note involves this notion of of loving oneself, loving other people, and loving the world that we live in. Yes, definitely. Oh. That's great. That's great. And and also that I believe in order to be emotionally well, you you need to be physically well and you need to be well in your spirit. And I purposely use the word spirit instead instead of spiritual because uh, people get kind of confused with spiritual and religious and all of that. And I'm not talking about uh, either. Uh, belief in, in belief in 
God, belief in a higher power, belief in a particular religion, although that can be very comforting for people. What I'm talking about is having something that excites your spirit, something oh, okay. that you believe in, something that you that you enjoy doing or thinking about or exploring. And and I've uh, had so many interesting experiences. In fact, I, I, I was thinking about the fact that um, one, uh, one of the many reasons I love my work is that, to me, every human being is like a snowflake. Every mm-hmm. single human being is fascinating in their uniqueness. And uh, people can be excited about a particular way of being and for another person, that same uh, that same thing that excites one person could be an addictive process for another person. So yeah. very similar to that concept of uh, one man's uh, what is it? Treasure is another yes, man's trash, yes, or something. Yes, exactly. But, okay. So I was thinking of things like you know, a, a person can have a passion for um, being a wine connoisseur or mm. or a tobacconist or even a gun collector. And for other people, that could lead to all kinds of problems. But if a person, that's where the balance is such a, an essential piece of the puzzle here. Uh, if you have a passion for something and you don't have other parts of your being working together, then that can get out of whack. And that's that's when uh, that's when a process can any process can become addictive. Uh, okay. And uh, you know, I just to give you a, a, a funny example of someone having a passion for something totally unusual. I'll never forget. I went to a, a conference years ago out of state, <clears throat> and in the same hotel was another very large conference. And when I saw the, the uh, flyers for it, I, I, I thought it was a joke because the conference was for people who collect antique toothpick holders. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> and, and, and that's exactly what I said. And, and, it, and, and it wasn't until, you know, I kind of snuck into one of the showrooms and I saw some amazing, beautiful works of art, I guess, you know, a uh, hundred, two hundred years ago, it was it was a, a fancy little wow. thing that was on the table, you know. And then I understood, and I'll never forget. I met this wonderful older woman, and the pride and joy on her face when she showed me a, a really beautiful tiny silver container worth thousands of dollars that wow. once graced the table of European royalty. Wow. So that so, became like so, her passion. This is what made that woman's heart sing. And so what you're saying is that, say, you know, <laughs> what you're saying then is that, you know, this notion of emotional wellness is that really we're also looking at kind of what, what ignites your fire, what makes you yes. passionate about your life and brings you that balance into, 
you know, what you refer to in the poem about um, the difference, being able to see triumph and disaster almost, you know, as just as being one event kind of a thing. Like there's, you can, Mm -hmm. you can respond to them in the same way. Exactly. And, you know, one of, one, of the, um, one of the many comments that I got from people in terms of what they thought was uh, emotional wellness was the concept of resilience, which is also uh, very prominent in, in, in that poem and certainly in my work. Um, it, it, everybody, no, no matter what your, your life situation is, everybody comes up, up upon difficult and painful circumstances in life. It's, it's part of being human. And uh, the difference is, is that emotionally healthy people, they seem to be able, and my friend used this uh, term that I love, seem to be able to roll with the punches mm. and deal with life on life's terms. Okay. So it's not, it's not what happens to you, it's how you relate to what happens to you. And uh, later on when I talk a little b- about the energy work I do, it's one of the gifts of energy work is that it allows you to take whatever circumstance in your life comes up and deal with it without getting emotionally caught up in it without, you know, it's not the thing that happens. It's how you react to it. It's how you deal with it. So let you me know. just interrupt you for a second here. So it's, I mean, because I think that's a key point too that you brought up there. And when we return from break, maybe we can jump back into this, you know, but it sounds like, you know, the the way that we our emotional wellness is really based on how we deal with certain things, you know, how we're able to respond to certain things, how we, you know, I like this term you used about rolling with the punches. And so when we come back, let's pick up with that. And, you know, I'm very curious to hear then more about, um, you know, what might some other common characteristics of emotionally healthy people be? So listeners, keep listening and we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Take charge of your fitness and take charge of your healthy life. Listen for Be Fit for Life with your host, Chad Austin. Think back over the past week, the past month, the past years. Are you like a lot of other people? Too busy with the kids, work, travel, social calendars, business calendars, the day, the night, this and that. Make the decision to be healthier. Just do it. Chad Austin has made a living from motivating people to stop excuses and make fitness a priority in their lives. Tune in every Monday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business talk. 
We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Moving Forward, Wellness One Step at a Time with Dr. Serena Wathwa. If you have a question or comment for the show today, please call us at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to drserenawathwa at gmail.com. That's drserenawathwa at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. All right, well, welcome back, and thanks for sticking with us through that break. We're here with Dr. Kia Immergluck, who's talking about emotional wellness, and also, which I can't wait for, talking about, um, we'll be talking about some of her work with energy. And before the break, um, we were discussing um, this idea of emotional wellness. And it's such a fascinating concept because, you know, kind of, you know, I like the idea that you mentioned talking with other people about how do they describe emotional wellness? Because I think sometimes we, we don't often really talk about that. It's right. kind of like, yeah, one of those topics that, you know, we talk more about physical wellness or we talk more about financial wellness. But we don't really talk about emotional wellness. And I'm curious, you know, you mentioned that a couple different pieces about emotional wellness really involve balance and love and excitement and passion and resiliency and the ability to roll with the punches. Um, Can you talk a little bit about what you see as common characteristics of emotionally well people? Okay. And the and it's important to uh, to emphasize that emotional wellness is a dynamic state that fluctuates. It fluctuates frequently in terms of your uh, your status in life, what's going on with you. There, in other words, no one is in a state of perfect uh, uh, health at at all the time. and uh, in, in fact, one one of the problems that some of my clients deal with is is this sense of perfectionism, and I I sometimes uh, uh, tease people about the fact. Well, you know, um, uh, life is really about lessons, and if you uh, if you get everything perfect, what do you need to be here for? <laughs> then you then, then you 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 might as well be an angel. Uh, you know, being human means that you are not perfect. It's part of the deal. And uh, so I think that another big part of emotional wellness is acceptance. Mm. Acceptance of where you are in life. And uh, some of the the ways I I define uh, emotional wellness is the ability to feel and express all the range of human emotions, happiness, sadness, and, and anger. And the ability to love and be loved and achieve a sense of fulfillment in life. And whatever that might look like, 
you know, uh, for for uh, Donald Trump, it's it's got to be, uh, you know, making that next billion dollars. And for someone else, it might be, you know, putting together a a, a, a beautiful piece of art or mm-hmm. or writing that beautiful song. It doesn't matter. You know, it's not about how big it is or how important it is. It's how it makes you feel. And uh, and it's also about identifying obstacles that prevent us from achieving emotional illness and taking appropriate steps. <clears throat> and those steps can include um, being more optimistic, growing your self-esteem, growing your sense of self-acceptance, and the ability to share your feelings with others. So let me just interrupt. Let me just interrupt for a minute, because I I think these these are really great ideas that you're putting out here, and I and I want to maybe talk about one of them, um, you know, in a little bit more detail. You mentioned like a step, you know, some way to overcome or to work through an obstacle to emotional wellness is you know being more optimistic, working on self esteem, um, being able to express your emotions. So. You know, kind of from those general ideas, what what might be like a couple really specific things that our listeners can take from that to, you know, like if they say, okay, I want to be more emotionally well today, what is it that you can recommend, you know, at this moment in time that maybe they could start doing in, in, a, in a mini step process? Well, one of the things that I always encourage people to do <clears throat> is to... Notice and celebrate the little, tiny, lovely things in life. Mm, okay. Because like, I, think what, I think what happens is um, we, we live in a very stressful time, mm-hmm. and it's so easy to focus on the things that are wrong, because there's mm. plenty of them, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and one of the things I sometimes suggest people do is that you not watch the news. Oh, yeah. <laughs> take a break. I mean, I turned on the news the other day. I hadn't really watched in a long time. And within 30 seconds, I'd heard about murder and mayhem yes. and, and, you know, wars. And, and I mean, it was so depressing. It was like, oh, my God, let's watch Mike and Molly right now. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, the thing is, is that we live in a world where the emphasis all around us tends to be on what's negative. In fact, uh, I, I don't know if you notice this, sometimes I'll get in an elevator, especially in Chicago uh, at this present time, where people will say, oh, my God, this winter was so terrible, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, and then I will say, but did you notice the sun is shining this morning? Spring is coming, and people sometimes will look at me like, "What's the matter with her?" You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like negativity is is acceptable as a, a topic of conversation among strangers. Oh, and you know that's so interesting. You say that because what came to my mind as you were talking about that, it's almost as though there was they were looking at you like something was wrong with you. Yes. Like, why aren't you agreeing with us that this is horrible? 
exactly, exactly. And you know, and I, so, I like this idea that you mentioned about um, celebrating tiny things. You know, and the example you gave about. Um, you know, just paying attention to the sun shining. And I'm wondering, can you elaborate a little bit more on that for our listeners about, you know, when you say celebrate tiny things, what what might be some other pieces that fit into that? Uh well, and and they're not even necessarily tiny. They okay. they are the the simple things in life, and they are uh. the things that are all around us that we tend not to notice or not mm-hmm. to put our attention on because we're so stressed out about other things. Mm-hmm. And uh, recently, a good friend of mine uh, made a wonderful list of things that she finds beautiful. And uh, I was fascinated because she lives way, way up in the country, uh, in the very northern California near Mount Shasta. And so she's in a very different area than I am. So she lives in open country, and she spoke about appreciating the beauty she finds in nature, like the sound of sandhill cranes in the distance or the smell of fresh-cut hay or snow clinging the clumps of lavender bushes. And I've made similar lists of things that delight me, and I'm a city girl. So, you know, my list might include the sounds of the hustle and bustle of the city. And uh, I, I just love the beauty and diversity of the architecture of mm. the homes in my neighborhood and, and the older buildings downtown. And whether you're a city person or a country person, we can all open up our eyes and our hearts and delight in a baby's giggle or a cat's watching a cat's lazy stretch or enjoying, really enjoying the hug of a dear friend. So those are the things that what I notice often is that a person may enjoy those things, but it's for a nanosecond. Mm. But if something negative happens, they might hold on to that for hours, days. Mm. I mean, think about the people, <laughs> the people who will still tell you about something that happened to them when they were a child. Mm-hmm. Some, some, some little thing that happened where uh, somebody insulted them or, or made fun of them or whatever. And, um, you know, let's not even say it's a little thing, but it's something that happened 40, 50 years ago, and that was also a nanosecond, mm-hmm. it, you know. And, but that stayed with that person. And well, Yeah, and it sounds like, I mean, what I'm hearing you say is that, and, and I really love this word, you know, that part of our own emotional wellness is is being able to take delight in things. And like what you said, not just focus on um, the negativity, you know, but going back to the poem that you read, uh, read earlier, that it really is about, you know, emotional wellness is really about, you know, taking triumph and disaster within the same breath, even. Exactly. Oh, that's fabulous. Um, I just want to, you know, because we're going to be cutting to break here in a minute, and I wanted to go back to, um, you know, what is there any other characteristics of emotionally healthy people that you can share with our listeners? 
Um, you know, I know you mentioned acceptance about where they are and being able to feel and express their emotions and identifying obstacles to doing this. Is there any other? I think that a, a, a very important piece is a really good sense of humor. And, oh, yeah. And, and I, um, I use humor a great deal in my, in my work. And sometimes the, uh, the greatest thing happens where a person is so caught up in, in, in the, uh, in the drama of their life and how awful it is that if I can just make them turn their heads just a little bit and see the absurdity of life. And I am never laughing at them. Right, of course. From a place of of total acceptance of who they are and how they are. And if they can get it in a moment, how silly it all is, and then they can laugh. The, the, The relief of that and the release of that is so wonderful. And on that note, we're just going to cut to break and we'll be right back in just a minute with more from Dr. Kia Immergluck and emotional wellness and energy work. Stay tuned. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests new shows, and your favorites. That's Voice America TRN. Step by step, you made it through the journey of pregnancy. Now your baby is in your arms, and you're on the cusp of a new journey, breastfeeding. As a new parent, you receive a lot of advice, much of it conflicting, some of it outdated. Tune into Born to be Breastfed with host Marie Biancuso to bust through the myths about feeding your baby. Marie and her guests will help you figure out what you can expect and put you on the best and surest path on your breastfeeding journey. Listen every Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are listening to Moving Forward, Wellness One Step at a Time with Dr. Serena Wadwa. If you have a question or comment for the show today, please call us at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to drserenawadwa at gmail.com. That's drserenawadhwa at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. 
All right, and welcome back. We are talking with Dr. Kia Immergluck about emotional wellness and energy work related to that. And just before our break, um, we were talking about some characteristics of emotionally healthy people and a couple different steps that people could take in terms of moving forward with their emotional emotional wellness. And, you know, kind of going on to, um, I'm curious what you think about what what gets in the way for people to be or to have emotional wellness? What I notice is that <clears throat> uh, one of the things that gets in the way is holding on to the past. Oh, you holding mentioned this on earlier. to things. Yeah. And, 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 and what's, uh, what's interesting to me is holding on to the past can include negative and positive things. One of the places where uh, I notice the idea of holding on to positive things is sometimes when I've gone to a high school reunion. Mm. I did not have a good time in high school. <laughs> it was a very difficult time in my life. And uh, sometimes I, had, I went sort of kicking and screaming to a high school reunion, but I always had a good time, and it was nice to... Uh, reconnect with old friends and everything, the people that I noticed that seemed to be the most unhappy at a high school reunion were the people who were the stars in high school. Really? Interesting. What I noticed is that, and, 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 you know, this is not, of course, across the board, but every once in a while I would see a person who, either a woman who had been exceptionally beautiful Mm. As a high school girl, uh, you know, the, the head of the cheerleaders or whatever, or uh, a man who had been, uh, you know, a, a big football guy or whatever, and high school was their most successful moment in life. Oh, okay. And the rest of their life was really downhill after that. And, okay. And, and it's funny because, in a way, I would look at these people and think, wow, it, it was all uphill for me. <laughs> you, uh-huh. know, it was uh-huh. like, you know, it's like, in a way, I appreciated the fact that, hey, you know, if you, if you have some bad experiences when you're younger and things get better, yes. then it's kind of nice. Yes. And if you if you if you hit your your it kind of in your own mind if you hit your peak very young then it's kind of tough. Uh, another good example of that are some of the documentaries I'm sure you've seen about uh, about child stars. Oh you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, kids who were very famous when they were uh, preteens or, or or young teenagers and how tragic. Uh, many of their lives are because they, you know, they were pampered, they were rich, they had so much. And then it was like, oh, you know, I'm just an ordinary person here and I don't like this too much. Right. Yeah. And also just not being able to handle that sometimes, you know, exactly. Because you hear so much about like substance abuse and, you know, suicide and things of that nature. So yeah, absolutely. What might be um, another barrier? aside from holding on to the past, whether it be positive or negative? Well, it goes back to what what I said are some of the characteristics of people who are emotionally healthy are people who are way out of balance. Mm. And, 
And uh, again, it, it this often leads to many kinds of addictive processes. And uh, my experience as a, as a counselor is that it's so important. I believe that that all uh, psychotherapists of any kind know a lot about addictions because. We live in an addictive society. You know, it, it's kind of like, okay, this, uh, there's so much stress out there. What am I going to do about it? I was just speaking to a client about this uh, this week uh, where I, I wanted her not to feel badly about herself that she's an addict. I said, don't you realize you came up with this brilliant idea? I can't cope with this world, this stressful world, so I'm going to use this substance that's going to give me some relief. Mm. And why wouldn't I want that? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, the idea is to recognize that in some ways, many, many, many people are self-medicating in one way or another. And that the the, the problem is to find a way to deal with stress without having to do something that's going to inevitably hurt you. So what I'm hearing you say, I mean, and it even sounds like a step for our listeners that they may, that may work for them is, you know, if they find themselves self-medicating, you know, because of they're not, because they are out of balance or they don't feel like they've attained the emotional wellness that they want is, you know, find find perhaps a professional that does know a little bit about addiction. Exactly. Because exactly. that may be something that's, you know, potentially going on for them. Yes. And okay. um, one of the things that, um, that I always suggest that people do is get support, whatever that might look like. And... Um, uh, that's one of the one of the reasons that I'm so I'm so supportive of of twelve step programs is that if a person finds a program that fits for them, then they're going to be around people who have been through what they've been through, and they're people they can talk to. And I and I always say, then you don't have to feel ashamed, you don't have to feel like there's something wrong with you, you chose your way of coping and it's not working anymore and if you and if you can and if you can talk about it in that neutral a way where it's not about blame it's not about that you're bad or wrong it's just that you made choices that worked for a time and aren't working anymore and so often we don't know what to do instead <clears throat> So that's why I'm a big proponent of support, and not everybody can afford therapy. So right. if you if, you know if you can't afford to go to a professional, well, you know maybe you can find a twelve step program. Or um, I mean, the internet is this amazing tool that I think um, very few of us really use to the great advantage. Um, you know, I'm, I'm just as guilty as anybody else of playing video games. But there's so, there's so much on there. I mean, you can literally find support groups online. Right. Yeah, I, I'm curious about, you know, because we're talking a little bit about some of the barriers that, um, you know, can... Uh, 
impede a person's emotional wellness. And I really like this idea that you mentioned about, you know, uh, the concept that, you know, some of the things that you've done to be emotionally well have worked well for you. And maybe at some point they don't work the way they used to. And so then then it becomes this, you know, okay, then you have to find, you know, where you're at in that pathway and see, okay, what's, what else do I need to do then to help me move forward with my wellness? Exactly. And, okay, and that's good to know, because I think, you know, a lot of times people, you know, what you mentioned earlier, and I'm, I'm glad that you said it, is that I think really that a lot of people do have this misconception that, um, you must be emotionally well all the time, and it's <laughs> and it's like no, you're you're not gonna be emotionally exactly. well. You could be emotionally well, but you could still feel sad. You could still feel angry, and it exactly. sounds like you. It sounds like part of what you're describing is that emotions and what we do with that is really important and key in our emotional wellness. Absolutely. And uh, in terms of talking about a person thinking that they have to be okay all the time, one of the places where I notice this a lot is when I'm doing grief counseling. Oh, yeah. And uh, I, I emphasize over and over and over again, in order to heal from, from a, a deep and profound loss, you do not hide or try to get rid of your grief. It's mm. essential that you go through it. Oh, and, yeah, absolutely. And, and we live in a society that says, hurry up and get over that. You know? yeah. I'll never forget many years ago, I went through... Um, four profound losses in a row of very, very precious people to me. And the final, the fourth loss was uh, one of my dearest friends was murdered. And that threw me terribly. I was a basket case for months after that. I just couldn't function. I just, the grief was so profound. And I remember running into an acquaintance of mine who um, saw me maybe a month after my friend uh, was killed, and she said to me, aren't you over that yet? Oh, my. And and I looked at her and I thought, you know, I don't think I'm ever going to speak to you again. (laughs) I mean, I didn't say that out loud, but I thought, this person doesn't get it. And, um, you know... I, uh, um, one of my favorite people is Ianla Savant Van Sant. You know, she is, she's, uh, uh, yeah, I've heard of her. Yeah. Oh, she's wonderful. I actually trained with her, uh, with EFT. Uh, wonderful, wonderful woman. She's on the, uh, Oprah channel. And she talks about the fact, this is amazingly, talk about somebody who's emotionally well and spiritually, uh, gifted. Her, um, her grown daughter died of cancer, mm. and she said she readily admits, I went to bed for six months. Oh, wow, <laughs> and what a great example of how yes. we can 
how we handle emotions and what may be appropriate for one person is not going to be appropriate for another person. Um, We're going to have to cut to break. So when we come back, we will join again and tune in listening to Dr. Kia Immergluck. And we'll talk a little bit about this energy work because that really sounds intriguing. So stay tuned and we'll be right back. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Take charge of your fitness and take charge of your healthy life. Listen for Be Fit for Life with your host, Chad Austin. Think back over the past week, the past month, the past years. Are you like a lot of other people? Too busy with the kids, work, travel, social calendars, business calendars, the day, the night, this and that. Make the decision to be healthier. Just do it. Chad Austin has made a living from motivating people to stop excuses and make fitness a priority in their lives. Tune in every Monday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network. The bottom line in business talk. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You are listening to Moving Forward, Wellness One Step at a Time with Dr. Serena Wathwa. If you have a question or comment for the show today, please call us at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to drserenawathwa at gmail.com. That's drserenawathwa at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. All right, and welcome back to Moving Forward One Step at a Time. If you have any questions, please feel free to email me at drserenawadwa at gmail.com. That's Dr. Serena, W-A-D as in dog, H as in Harry, W-A at gmail.com. We're here again with Dr. Kia Immergluck, and we're going to start talking about this energy work because I have really been waiting a while to hear about this. Mm-hmm. And and I think this is such a fascinating area, you know, in the field of um, therapy and self-help and self-improvement and psychology and all the other related fields. Um, You know, I know it also fits in with some people find it fits also in with uh, complementary and alternative medicines. And, you know, so can you can you just talk a little bit about, um, you know, what energy work is and, you know, your background and how that works with emotional wellness? Wow, uh, like I said, it's a it's a big to- topic to cover in a few minutes, so I'll I'll do my best. Emotional freedom techniques um, 
are uh, based on acupressure. Uh, acupressure is uh, based on the ancient art of acupuncture, which is five over 5,000 years old. <clears throat> and, uh, of course, with acupuncture, you take tiny little needles about the size of a hair and put them, uh, place them at different parts of the body at meridian points. And um, acupuncture is usually mostly focused on relieving physical ailments. And acupressure is a technique where you're tapping with your own fingertips on some of these same meridian points. And by gently stimulating those same points, you can move your own energy in a very, simple, a very simple way. And often you are able to calm down almost immediately. Really? And and what I'm so excited about is that I'm teaching people how to help themselves. And um, so the way it works is it's, it's so different from traditional therapy. And I am a traditional psychotherapist as well as an energy worker. I, I kind of put them in, in, in separate categories a lot because um, they are so different. I, I, I usually call myself an energy coach to kind of make that distinction. Um, the, the essential uh, premise is that the cause of all emotional uh, difficulties is a disruption in the energy system. Really? When I first saw that sentence, it blew my mind. It was like, yeah. oh my God, this makes perfect sense. So, so are you, let me just, oh, let me just ask a quick question. So does that even um, refer like to individuals that may have um, like clinical depression or clinical anxiety or, I mean, you know, like, or, or is it just like your day to day kind of, um, oh, I feel kind of blue today and, you know, the weather's not great or something like that? Well, here's the thing. Uh, okay. um, we, we never ever claim that we cure anything. Uh, uh you know, uh, partly for, uh, for for legal reasons, oh, right. uh, and the idea is to offer relief. Okay. It's not about curing anything. It's mm-hmm. about moving your energy so that you can better cope with whatever comes your way. Um, I have a I have a client that I've worked with for for a long time in, in traditional therapy, and in just uh, recent times, she's begun to come to my to my EFT tapping group, and I have seen her cope with her bipolar disorder in amazingly new ways. And so uh, she's really a good example of what I I always say to people. It's not about any technique being the be-all and the end-all. Nothing is. EFT is a wonderful tool that I'm thrilled to have in my toolbox, but it's just a tool. So Mm -hmm. this woman that I'm talking about, she's on psychotropic medication, I would never, ever suggest that she not be 
She mm-hmm. needs to be on the psychotropic, the, the proper psychotropic medication for her bipolar disorder. She uh, she goes to traditional therapy. She goes to us to a uh, bipolar support group. She does many many things to help her with this very debilitating uh, mental condition, and she now has the additional tool of emotional freedom techniques. So in other words, if she notices that she is in the midst of a manic episode, which often has a lot to do with anxiety and fear, and she is able to stop for just a moment and tap, she may be able to calm down enough to stop her manic behavior. So let me ask you a question about that because, you know, I don't, I don't know if our listeners have heard about um, emotional freedom technique. And it sounds like what, what you're saying is that absolutely it's a tool. It can be – it's used as a tool to help with release. And I'm curious what you mean about, like, release of what? Okay. So <clears throat> let, me, um, let me give you a, an, a, an example to, to kind of show you the, the, the difference between what happens when you're working with somebody in a, in a common therapeutic situation and when you're working with someone energetically. Let's, um, let's keep it short, yes. Okay. So, for instance, um, I always tell this story about myself. Many years ago, I was driving down the street. I was in a bad mood anyway. I got a flat tire. It was raining. I cried and felt sorry for myself. Okay? <laughs> Two weeks later, I was on my way to a party. I was all dressed up. I was in a good mood. It was raining. Oh, they, no. they didn't fix the tire very well. I got another <laughs> flat tire, and I laughed. Oh, okay. boy. Same person, same car, same tire. And here's the, 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 the clue that is, to me, so important. It's not the tire. So what we think about in traditional counseling and often in, in traditional dealing with problems is, oh, my God, I have this issue. For instance, the tire. And we talk endlessly about the tire. In my story, my energy was in a different place, and so the tire did not matter. It did not stop me. It did not hurt me. I was able to go on with my good mood because I was in a different energetic place. So let me just summarize that real quick. So what I'm hearing you say is that what... What emotional freedom technique does is that, and this energy work, is that it really allows for the release of the quote-unquote negative energy that may be built up from negative thinking, negative behaviors, um, just being in a negative place. And and that's a really interesting spot. And, you know, unfortunately, we're going to have to end the show today, um, you know, but again, if some of you, you know, if you, is there a contact, um, is there some way that listeners can contact you if they want infor- more information? Absolutely. Uh, <clears throat> um, sh- should I give you my telephone number? 
uh, it's up to you, whatever contact okay. information. Um, if, um, anyone, feel free to, to call me. I'm happy to share with you about this wonderful technique. My phone number is 773-880-5492. My website is www.drkia.com. That's D-R-K-I-W-A-T. Excuse me, dot com, and you can email me at kia, K-I-Y-A, at drkia.com. And I so do offer, you. if you're in the Chicago area, I have an ongoing tapping group every Tuesday evening on the north side of Chicago. And uh, anybody who would like to uh, join us, just give me a call and I can sign you up. So thank you so much for joining us today, and thanks again to our guest um, for talking with us about emotional wellness and different characteristics of emotionally healthy people, what gets in the way, and this very fascinating topic about energy work. And tune in next week as we start talking about sexuality wellness. Um, and if you have any questions, please feel free to email me again at drserenawadwa at gmail.com. Thanks for listening today. Join us next week. Thanks again for making the first of hopefully many changes this week by tuning in to Moving Forward Wellness One Step at a Time. Dr. Serena Wadwa hopes that you'll join her again next Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have a great week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.